Hey, I'm Jordan. And I'm Erin. I'm a teacher. I'm a mom. And we're best friends. We met in college and spent two summers working at a summer camp together. At the end of a long day with kids, we would grab our favorite snacks and sit in a circle with all of our friends to chat about anything and everything. And that's what this podcast is. We're bringing girl talk, stories, and life advice to you each week. So grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. another apology but this is just Mm. a statement I need to make at the top of the hour on this podcast (laughs) so I was in the teacher's lounge literally last Monday which is the day that our last episode came out the make it or break it and my coworker Jaden like comes into the teacher's lounge while I'm microwaving my food and she's like I have a bone to pick with you and I was like what I'm not someone that people have bones to pick with okay so I was like what like what's wrong if someone leaves their contacts in overnight sleeps in their contacts not a 10 and I was like what and she was like it's really bad for you and then she like listed all the things that like can go wrong like all the problems you get your eyes can turn yellow you can get like eyes. Oh like gosh ew literally and then all week long she was like guess what miss hill said and was telling oh everyone my. everyone was like that's horrible miss hill like you you cannot be sleeping in your conduct and I was like oh I was like, Marin and I had no idea. Like, I literally was like, like, I think I used the quote. It's, it doesn't matter to me. Oh. Yeah, I think it's just our Ignorant. privilege of having 2020 vision. And no, it like really Nick is. has 2020 vision. Everyone, like my siblings don't wear glasses at all. And yeah, I remember same. my sister's best friend, like in high school, she would like sleep over all the time, you know, and she would sleep with her contacts in or she would always like to, I don't know what, I'm probably going to get this story so wrong, but basically something happened where she either like religiously always took out her contacts and one other friend in it. And she was basically like, you will get a hole in your eye. You'll get a hole in your eye. And I don't know if that's true, but the idea, okay. So I guess if he's a 10 and he does that, then he's not a 10 because he probably has really gross eyes. Like the actual act of sleeping in your contacts, like I don't care. It's not my eyes that are bothered, but like then you have gross, gooey eyes. Yeah, that's you know, what everyone was that. telling me. I'm glad we were but educated. Other... <laughs> yeah, now we know. Now we know. Okay. Um, take out your contacts, everyone, before you go to sleep. Yes. Right. Honestly, nothing like no new shows. I've been like reading a little bit of Agatha Christie, but I did see Creed three in theaters, which you know, I was a little apprehensive because Sylvester Stallone is not in it, like the mm-hmm. original Rocky. Yeah. It's like the first one he's not in, but he was a producer. So my dad and I were like, we can still go see it. And it was so good. Like, I really love a little boxing movie. Like, really? my dad and I always see them together. Yeah. I mean, also Michael B. Jordan. Uh, oh, we like, love I'm sure him. I'm like sweating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, dad, we need to go see this movie. This is my no, future husband. Like, no, I'm like this man. Well, I and I also like I knew he was short. Well, that's my dad was like, it's funny because he's like in the movie, he's like the heavyweight champion, you know, like that's what mm-hmm. he is. But he's like 5'11. Like he's literally my mom's height. And like I looked it up and he weighs like 154 pounds. And my dad's like, this man could never do you think be a he gained champion. weight for the role? Or well, did they do I, like a Captain America CGI thing where they like made him look super buff? Well, he is super buff, but he's just not 
big like and you he doesn't look big in the movie either like it you just kind of have to suspend your belief I think but because to me I'm like this is the largest man I've ever seen and my my dad's like no this like he would be like a lightweight champion I'm like oh okay well it's working for me you know yeah it's Michael B. Jordan so I'm here for it also I I still have my um birth ball in here so that's what I'm bouncing on my little I guess most people call it a yoga ball but that's birth ball, I'm bouncing it serves multiple purposes um, okay fun that's how was your Easter it was fun my mom works for a church she's the children's ministry director with my aunt and they put on an Easter jamboree for the kids so they had like 10 little game stations that all had like a scripture incorporated and the kids went from station to station. And so like I ran one and my sister and my grandpa ran one. My uncle, we all, we got like CC'd on an email. We got voluntold. Oh. Like, we were it's like a family affair. In this. Oh yeah, gosh, literally like my uncle that. doesn't even go to that church. He like had to come. Um, and that was super sweet. But my uncle was running the hopscotch station and they had to like throw, they were like pitching rocks on the hopscotch squares and then whatever yeah. they landed in, they got many points. And then he had pop rocks for the prize, but because like we kind of just showed up like, and we're running games, like he didn't realize that was the prize. So he was just giving the children the rocks like for their prize. So stop. At the- <laughs> He's like, my he aunt does. was like, why are these children like? Have, why do they have rocks in their bags? It was very Charlie Brown of my uncle. That's cute. Very resourceful. Very crunchy uncle. He's like, you guys don't need more plastic and candy in this world. Just yeah. He's like, here's the rock. So (laughs) were the kids excited about the rock? Oh yeah. Like they didn't even question it. They were like, okay, well, put it in. No, Paxton (laughs) would love a rock. Like if someone were to give him a rock, he'd be like, I'm gonna put it in my mouth. Like this is the best thing ever. immediately I'm sucking on this yeah, yeah no they were into it so that was really there was a ton of kids that was really fun but what about you guys so we went to church it was our first time going to church as a family of four it was quite the ordeal because y'all know live an hour from town that's my thing that's my mo um so we had to like wake up because atlas has been like waking up at like 3 a.m 5 a.m and then like 7 a.m and usually i go back to sleep until nine and then nick's like i'm leaving to go to work like you have to get up and be a human and like take care of paxton and he says that very nicely but so usually right. i sleep until nine and like nick literally wakes up at like 8 45 when paxton does and just like rushes out the door and we're just like trying to get the most sleep possible but we had to leave by like 8 50 to like try to get to church early to get seats because you know church is really hopping on easter it's It's super bowl it's just super bowl of christianity you gotta go um and um yeah so we got up like i got up when atlas like woke up that last time at 7 a.m which was so hard i was like i do not want to do this i want to go back to sleep but i did it and i got ready I got packs up. I got packs breakfast. We were literally sprinting around. Like, I don't know why everything is just like such a crazy last minute, like throw everything in the diaper bag, get shoes on, where's the blanket, just all the things and go. And so we made it there. We were not that early, but I did get a seat. 
like in the back two seats packs got checked into childcare, and then like I made it through like one song and then Atlas started like fussing so I took him into the crying mother's room and we were there the whole time like literally I like couldn't even really hear the sermon um but I did meet some really cute moms in the nursing mother's room like you know we're all just in there trying to take care of our babies and you know it's like the equivalent of like going in the bathroom and making girlfriends like I love your shirt you know like when you're like out and you like are in the bathroom you're like and yeah we're just all in there like trauma bonded like literally our children are screaming we're like trying to figure out what they need and it's yeah so that was kind of a highlight because I'm kind of like was this worth it to come to church like literally waking up early we're exhausted we're sprinting around and I just sat in this room the whole time. But then I was like, you know, I got to like meet new people and hang out and talk. And I couldn't have done that if we just like watched a service at home or did something just us at home. So then we had to go to Walmart, which is like not my ideal grocery situation because right. H-E-B was closed, which like I respect oh, that they're giving everyone yeah, the day of- off. Like kind of cute, but I really love my H-E-B routine. And I was like, Walmart. And Walmart <laughs> has the worst grocery layout ever, you guys. It's like, so confusing. We and I have we have to grocery shop on Sunday because you know, that's when we go to town and that's yeah, like when we get our you're groceries a rural for the week. family. Yeah, like we gotta get our stuff done for the week. And yeah so that was kind of a bummer and just like it felt very stressful but then we finally got home we did an easter egg hunt with everybody which was cute like Paxton's first easter egg hunt where like he went around and picked up eggs but like every time he picked up an egg he immediately opened it and just like ate the candy Mm -hmm. he was like I just classic this is like the one egg and I need to protect it at all costs and this is my candy and I'm glad he's not at the age yet where he just wants to eat all of his candy and like we have to kind of cut him off and we can like put his Easter basket away and he will never ask us about that Easter basket. Like yeah, he has, out of sight, out know, of mind. <laughs> no, he's like, well, that was a fun day. <laughs> and we got him a little basket. We got him some sidewalk chalk and crayons and some temporary tattoos. So right now he's sporting a Hulk tattoo. Love that. pretty cool literally screamed the whole time we were putting it on him you would think he was getting a real tattoo mm. um but now he loves it he calls it a tat tat <laughs> he's like my tat tat he's um, again pretty cool and so yeah then cute. we had like a potluck dinner um we just kind of chased Paxton around the whole time and it was mm-hmm. windy so you know trying to eat outside with long hair in the wind you're just like and like it's atlas adding starting up, to yeah. get yeah it was just so being a parent during uh, Easter, I was <laughs> deciding that that was very difficult, but yeah, it was so good to yeah. see everybody and it was fun. Definitely some memories made. So yeah, it was a good day. A good little celebratory day. Cute. Good reminders. Um, okay. I also have been reading, I finished tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Ugh best so good I was not expecting it to be that in-depth I texted you this that I feel like I read a whole book series in one book like I loved how it just jumped around so much like you got their whole like 
what they're probably like 37 when the book ends and they're like mm-hmm. like I, I mean, think they're around like 37 yeah okay so I've, like you start when they're like 11 or 12 and then you go to when they're 37 like that's really cool that's um, insane I really liked it it was I wasn't sure about like the video game aspect of it but I thought it was just so interesting to like hear obviously I've never coded or like made something like that or gone to like MIT but it was like cool to hear that perspective of life and I'm like wow this is really what people do and that's really cool yeah it's like I feel like video games are having a moment with like The Last of Us adaptation on HBO and this book and I'm like oh my gosh like kind of cool would never have thought um but that's I mean that's like that book won awards and it deserved everything I read it in a night and I kind of regret that because I'm like it felt like it was over too fast like I'm really like, I felt oh that gosh, way too I was like thinking about the characters afterwards yes I was like Sadie Miranda Green like I miss her my uh, my girl <laughs> literally I love Marks uh, I think Marks was my favorite character so sweet a good guy yeah and so yeah we finished that speaking of video games Nick's also watching like a documentary about Tetris right now so I feel like video games really are having a moment having a moment yeah and the cultural zeitgeist okay (laughs) and then have you read lessons in chemistry no but I've heard I started that today it's so good and I'm probably like three like maybe less than halfway through it but it is so good it's kind of exhausting to read because she's like fighting the patriarchy the whole time and I'm just like these men have the audacity and I'm literally just like shook about things that happened like in the 50s and 60s and I'm just like I am so thankful for the time we live in now and all the women who just fought and stood up to people like that because it literally just shows me like how far we've come and they they start the book and she says the women's rights movement started in like the 60s and it's they didn't know that it would be going on for 60 years after that and I was like the 60s was 60 years ago in my mind it is always 40 (laughs) years ago I'm like that is yeah that's crazy crazy no that is crazy because when I hear like oh the 60s I'm like okay that's like not that far like that long ago and I'm like that's literally almost 70 years ago that's all I'm like <laughs> no like the math is is mathing there because I'm like whoa <laughs> I just always think that we live in like 2000 like straight up yeah, just like 2000, no. 2001 I'm like it is 2023 uh-huh. exactly like I don't know Even like like the 20 teens I wasn't bought in like once it was mm-hmm. like I I always feel like well 2008 was like last year yeah and like no 2008 we were little children yeah yeah like we were in middle school so not adding okay so yeah I really love lessons in chemistry okay Um, I need to read it reminds me of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow how fast-paced it is and just how much story you get like it switches back and forth from time and yeah just I love the way it starts out and then it kind of it's like present day then it jumps backwards and then I think it'll jump more forward in time than when it started so I really like that pace of the book. So I think you would really like it. This week, we're going to be talking about 
am I doing my 20s right? So all of the things that you only start doing in your 20s that kind of make this decade, well, I think they put a lot of pressure on this decade to get things right and do everything really quickly. Like I feel like the the jump from like 20 to 29 like society really expects a lot to happen there and a lot does but yeah yeah I mean it probably is one of the more significant changes in your life because I mean when I think about when I was 20 I wasn't married I hadn't even met Nick yet or I mean I met him in my 20s but like January like right when I turned 20 I hadn't met him yet I would like meet him a few months into my 20s. Um, Yeah, I obviously wasn't married. I didn't have children. I didn't even have a college degree yet. I had only done half of college. I still lived in Las Cruces. I hadn't moved back to Albuquerque yet. Like I never thought I would live in Texas or Washington or have two boys. I didn't know that I would ever name them Paxton and Atlas. Like it's just so crazy to think like how much can change and like that was only six years ago and it's just crazy to think like where I'll be six years from now and just how much I've grown as a person like do you feel like you're just a completely different person oh 1000 percent like I because this is like why I think it's so interesting because like when you're listing off all those things I'm like I'm like okay so none of those things have happened to me but I do feel like that's kind of what your 20s is, is like everybody is moving at like such different paces. Mm -hmm. And then like, no matter what you go through so much change, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, were you still at NMSU in when you were 20? Yeah. So like when I turned, I like turned 20 at NMSU. Yeah. Like lived there for like four more months and then summer and then moved back to Albuquerque. But so we were like sophomores. Yeah, sophomore year. And I think that is kind of like this week's topic where it's like, am I doing my 20s right? Like, should I be buying a house? Should I be finding someone to marry? Should I like be getting a career? Should I change my career? Should I go back to school and get my master's? Should I try to get my bachelor's? Should I like what should I be doing right now? And there are so many questions. And I feel like there's this idea that, yeah, like we do have to have it all figured out and we have to decide right now when in reality, so many people go back to school in their thirties. So many people get married in their thirties. People have kids in their thirties, like late thirties. I know people who are even having kids in their forties. Like we think there's like this one 10 year gap in our life where we just like have to get it all done. And I just feel like that's not true. Yeah, like, have you ever seen that that post that's, like, at age 22, Oprah was, like, living in a shack at age 27, like, Tina Fey was working at, like, McDonald's, like, it's, like, all these, like, people who are, like, wildly successful, and then it's, like, their age, like, they didn't reach any kind of level of success till they were older, and... It's kind of like, I'm like kind of cheesy, but also like true. Like, I think that we feel because this is the oldest we've ever been. It's like, Mm -hmm. man, like we're old, but truly we have a lot of time and a lot of life 
and like a lot of wisdom to gain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I saw something the other day where they said that Morgan Freeman had his first acting job when he was 52. Like Morgan Freeman, like he's a household name. He literally is the voice of God in movies. Like his voice is iconic. Like, and he didn't even get like his first big role until then like midlife and he's had like this amazing career in just like 30 years or 20 years um so it's never too late I want to talk about first you're moving and like that's a big change and so I feel like a lot of people feel like they want to make a change like in their 20s like I feel like up until this point you've kind of just like been pushed along it's like you graduate Mm -hmm. from high school okay now you're going to college where do you want to go to college obviously if that's not in your home city like you're going to move and but you're going to live in this dorm and it's going to be very structured and everything's going to be laid out for you and then you're going to graduate and then you're going to go get a job and like things are just like people kind of make decisions for you very easily in that stage of your Mm -hmm. life and this is kind of like the first thing that you're deciding to do that it's like you just decided to do it. And I think that that's a really cool thing that we have in our lives where, I mean, at any point of our lives, we can just decide to like do something new and pick up a new hobby or move or do whatever. But especially in our twenties, like we have probably the most freedom to do that. Cause like, if it's a mistake, it's like very, we're very resilient. And it's like, we don't have a lot yes. of like, we don't have a lot in the game. Like we don't have a lot of money. Like we don't, you know, it's not like we're investing millions of dollars into something or like buying a house or doing something really crazy in a new city. Like we're really, it's very forgiving. So like, how did you make that decision? Like, how did you feel confident about making that decision? I don't know. I feel like I reached a place with New Mexico where I was like, okay, I, this was not my plan. Not that I really had a plan because truly I don't think I'm the best at planning like long-term because when I think back in college, I was always like, oh yeah, I'll teach. But I never thought like, I was like, maybe I'll go here or here or go home to Tucson or something. Like I really never Mm -hmm. had like a strong plan. And then when I graduated, I was like, oh, well, I got hired before I graduated college um, to teach full-time for the rest of the semester. And so I was like, oh, I'll just go finish the semester and then move. And then obviously the pandemic and got stuck and all this stuff. So now it's finally like I was at a place where I felt like I I really had nothing holding me back. I like went through a breakup. I had no nothing kind of holding me here. I do have family here, but um, I don't know. I didn't grow up close to like. I mean, we're close, like mm-hmm. emotionally close, but I I did not grow up physically close to my family. So that's not a big deterrent for me. Yeah. And so I was talking to my team lead because I was, and like the, really all the, the teachers on my kindergarten team. And I was like, I don't know, like, I don't feel like that happy here anymore. I don't feel mm-hmm. like I have like a community outside of school because I love my school community and I do have friends here but not, I don't know. I just was feeling like I didn't have what I wanted anymore. And I hadn't felt that in a really long time. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if I've ever felt that because I feel like I've always Mm. been comfortable. Like maybe honestly, when I went to like camp the first summer that we went to camp, maybe Mm -hmm. that's the most 
I felt comparable to that because I didn't know anyone and I felt kind of out of place. And all of a sudden I felt like that. And my team lead was like, you know, you should go now because you have Mm. like created this life where you have nothing but freedom, nothing but, you know, the ability you've worked, you've like saved up money. And the longer you stay here, the more you're putting into a retirement that you're not going to use. So she was like, go. (laughs) She was like, if I didn't have 13 years left till retirement, I would go like you should go. And so I was like, yeah. And she like, I love, I'm like Sarah, shout out my team lead. Like she's a really strong Christian woman. Like I love her. And I just felt like, okay, like, yeah, I'm just going to try it. And it is stressful at times because this is the first time I've been, ever been an adult and not had a job even though I do have a job until like I get paid for a while and I I'm gonna finish out the school year obviously but yeah. like I got hired to teach before I graduated college so I've never been an adult like and not had a job you, you never know, had like, a, like job out. search and I realized exactly how much they do for you in college like especially yeah. if you I don't know if every degree program is like this, but they just help you so much when you're getting a teaching degree. Like they really Mm -hmm. like put you into such good conversations. And I saw that with like my cohort, cohort, when we were all graduating, it was like, everyone had a job before they graduated. And they make it super easy for you. That's how I I went to a job fair while I was student teaching and they like had my resume and I think I I think I just gave them my recipe and I left and they called me and they were like we just called a principal for you come back and I like drove back to the job fair and like I remember that offered me the job like I just talked to her and then she was like okay like we want you and I just like got the job and I was like oh my gosh it seems a little easy um but yeah so it, it is like sometimes I'm like oh this is like kind of feels stressful but on the other hand I'm like but this is also like life and like my only life and I do feel almost like okay like maybe it's scary to be the main character like maybe it's scarier than I thought to make a main character choice and that's okay um so yeah that's kind of how it all came to be and and I'm, I am very excited. I just remember when I feel like, how does anybody ever like get a job or do any of this? Like, I just, there are so many people who have gone before us and like, look how many teachers there are who have had, who have jobs. Like you're <laughs> going to find one, like, we're all going to like, it's kind of scary to like jump into something new and like go and do it. But like, you have to realize like, if this was so hard, like no one would able be able to obtain it. Like, there are so many like it's gonna work out and it's gonna happen and it'll like take a while but I think it's realizing that none of us have like the secret ingredient to like get things done it's really just like trying and waiting and then trying again and like being told no and then still like trying something new and like submitting a form and you feel like it's wrong but it leads to something else and just a bunch of little stuff like that I feel like you kind of just like make it up as you go and suddenly you like get your foot in the door in like a right room and you're like okay suddenly I'm here let's do this 
Yes, I think that's true that there's not a like set way to be an adult and get mm-hmm. what you want. I everybody just goes through their own path and and you do kind of have to be a, a little brave to get what you want sometimes, I think, because I am very comfortable where I am. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very comfortable at my school. I'm very comfortable in New Mexico, but it's I don't know if comfortable is always the best. Yeah, that's honestly how I felt when we moved from Washington to Texas. Like I remember just when Nick was first told about the job opening that he has now it was like our son was a month old like Paxton was a month old like we Mm -hmm. I just did the thing where I said our son (laughs) I just like I just gaslighted you guys (laughs) um my husband and my son (laughs) no but Pax was like a month old and it was like oh you I put your name in the hat for this job and we were just like oh no way like we are so happy here like everything is so great like we love Washington so much. Like we have such great friends here. Like this is amazing. Like life is so good. And then that was kind of the first thing where it was like, but maybe that could also be really good. And like, maybe that is kind of what Mm -hmm. God's calling us to. And like, it is so comfortable to stay. And even if you were to stay, it's like, God's going to honor that. And like, life's going to be really sweet and fun. And there's going to be good in that but also there's something really cool about taking a little bit of a risk and like stepping out of your comfort zone and growing and just trying something new and different and giving yourself permission to fail and know that you know you're not doing anything crazy or wrong you're just like growing and changing and doing something new which is really cool and it's been interesting like different people in my lives reactions not to like call anyone out, but I think because I am like, I don't know if it's because I'm single or what it is, but it's like not everyone reacts in a way that I'm like, that I'm like, oh, that's a positive reaction. Like people, like so uh, many people have, and I think the majority mm-hmm. of people do, but some people really are like, you're going alone and like I'm not like I I know people there and like I'll have a yeah. roommate that I love but I don't I don't know if that's still a little old-fashioned thinking of like you should stay with where like you have family and yeah like you don't you don't go by yourself like you need to wait until you have like a husband or you know like I don't yeah. know it's just been interesting the reactions because I do feel like well I am an adult like I do feel capable of this I just I'm still scared but I mean I'm Mm -hmm. scared all the time but I do think I'm capable so that's been interesting I'm kind of like hmm but I guess everybody always has something to say yeah people always have their comments like I think my mom really believes that we should all just live in a cul-de-sac together like all of us just like <laughs> have our own little houses yeah. like and I'm just like I don't think one I cannot afford to live in your neighborhood mom like but uh, I'm the nicest neighborhood <laughs> no I'm like like our parents live in such a different income right it's like mm-hmm. um okay. but I mean I get it like being a mom like of course I like you always want your kids to just be close and when you have such a big close family it 
is hard to do something different it can kind of be like well why would you like go live somewhere when none of us live like what's Mm -hmm. the point like I and I've had that said to me before too where it was kind of like what's the point of living somewhere where your family's not like and it's like I don't know like there's planes there's cars like there's FaceTime like we can still have like such a healthy relationship and I look at you and like your cousins and your aunt uncles like y'all never lived in the same state and like you guys are so close and that is Mm -hmm. still possible when you just put in that effort and make it happen and I remember when I was moving to Washington or like I was still in college but I was like talking to my grandma about maybe moving to Washington or where I wanted to go after college and I was kind of telling her like I feel kind of guilty leaving like I feel like I'm missing out on my family time and like you know this Mm. is like we said this is the one life we get and like do I want to spend my life away from my family like what do I picture my life like do I picture like going over there for like dinner every Wednesday night or something like going to the same church as my family like going to the park on Sundays with my family and all the cousins like and it's like am I missing out on something really good because I'm just like trying to live somewhere new and different because you know New Mexico is not the vibe sometimes like I feel like everyone just like wants to get out of New Mexico and I'm like am I just leaving like my family to like do something new and different is that bad and my grandma was like do not feel guilty like you go and you go do what you want to do like your family will always be here. Like they're always going to love you. Like you'll always have that relationship with them. Like you need to just go do what you want to do. And I was kind of surprised that she told me that because she was definitely the type that, you know, got married young in like a small town in West Texas, always kind of stayed like closer to family. And so I really was expecting her to tell me like, no, you need to like stay with your family. Like that's the only thing you have in this life to depend on, you know, like that, way of thinking which is fine to think that way and you know I think there's like something really noble to thinking that way but I love that she did challenge me to like get outside the box and like go Mm -hmm. do that and like not feel shamed for it and to have good experiences like that because yeah like we are so young and I love that your lead teacher told you that like she put it into that perspective where I feel like in our 20s we're still trying to figure out like the 401k stuff and the retirement and like our benefits (laughs) and we're like what even like literally retirement isn't even real to us we're just like living for the moment and she like put (laughs) that in that perspective for you and was like encouraging you in that to be like practically like you will not use this retirement like and I just I love having people in my life who are like a couple steps forward who can speak that wisdom like my grandma who like gave me that perspective and like your lead teacher who like gave you that perspective and so it's cool to have people in your life like that when you are in your 20s to like affirm Mm -hmm. you and also tell you what they would have done when they were your age and that is cool to see exactly yes I think that's so true we don't always I don't know. I, we don't always value like the women in our lives who are like a little bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we don't, as like a society kind of like, we're yeah. very quick to write off like the generation above us and yeah. honestly need them because mm-hmm. I feel like we are floundering sometimes. Like, I mean, we're stable. Like both of you are like, both of us are not 
like truly floundering but in my brain sometimes I'm like I'm sometimes I feel like I am (laughs) (laughs) like mom of two like you're, you're doing well but I think that the counsel and the wisdom of women older sometimes I'm like oh yeah other people have done this like even my mom even though she was like married when she was my age like she was still my age like she still has things to tell me and teach me Mm -hmm. so interesting yeah and I feel like we do have this misconception like you have to be married and have kids at this point in your life to have like done things but I feel like sometimes I feel the opposite where I feel like I am missing out on a different life of being 20 like I'm missing out on Mm -hmm. getting to still hang out with my friends whenever I want to like I'm missing out on like the body I had before kids you know like surface level things like that or like Mm -hmm. I'm missing out on getting to like go dancing like whenever I want to like stay up so late and you know not count the amount of wine I have to like pump and dump you know like just little (laughs) things like that where it's like oh like yeah and I and maybe that's just like being in the thick of like newborn life where I'm like oh remember when I had freedom and obviously I wouldn't trade this for the world and this is like such Mm -hmm. a great life and but you do kind of like always look on the other side of the fence and you're like hmm like what would have my life been like if I would have waited it's like I was 35 to have kids and but I'm sure I would be just like wishing that I did have kids or wishing I was in a different life stage so yeah I think exactly yeah it's it's the like the dichotomy of women I guess you really see that once you are like early 20s I guess because it's the same thing where I'm happy like you said like I'm happy with my life I have created this life I mean Mm -hmm. the Lord has helped me too but (laughs) God bless and (laughs) amen but I have created this life because this is what I want and I'm going after what I want but I mean I would be be lying if I wasn't like okay so I'm 25 like they say you like if you don't have your kids before 35 like that can get dicey and then like so then I have to get married and I want to be married for a certain amount of years before I were to have kids so that sort of stuff I do think of that stuff and I am kind of like Mm. and so you're right like it's always going to be the grass is always greener because there are parts of my life that I love like I love my friends and like being a little girly pop and going on my little trips and stuff but at the same Mm -hmm. time I am like when my mom was my age, she was like having kids. Like she ha- she was married. I have to do my taxes and I'm like Googling. I'm like, wish I had a husband right now. Somebody <laughs> that could counsel me on this. Um, so it's crazy because, and that's also like men just get to like be in their twenties and like chill. And we're like- I was just about to like, say that, oh that gosh. as women, we do have this added layer of, like our fertility and like if you do want to have children that is like the little gray cloud that's hanging over your head where it's like like I love Annie F. Downs and she's like an author and like has a podcast that sounds fun that's super popular we love her her. you y'all should listen to her but she talks about you know she's like in her mid-40s and she talks about her mid-40s right is she 40 
yeah like mm-hmm, 45 she talks about that she had to like grieve never having children in her 20s or her 30s and she's not even married yet like she's had to grieve each life stage where she hasn't had those things and like talking about am I doing my 20s right like in her mind she thought doing your 20s right was getting married having kids but instead like she's had this amazing career and she's gotten to write so many books and travel and like and be such inter- a mentor for women yes like yeah. so encouraging and she's kind of had to grieve the life she thought she would have and instead like embrace the life that the Lord has given her and it takes a lot of faith to just trust that like what I am doing in my 20s and like how I'm spending this 10 years and how I will spend the rest of my life like we have like some control over it like we can decide to move places and we just can decide who to be in a relationship with but like there are some factors that we really can't control like mm-hmm. like our fertility or like um if an accident were to happen and like we were to lose somebody like we think that we're so resilient and like we can just choose whatever and go wherever and like plan out all of our days and everything will happen exactly how we want it but in reality we do have to like hold those things very loosely because really anything could happen and I'm sure for her like 29 hit and then she was 30 and she's like okay in my 30s that's when all the things will happen and then her 30s went by she's like okay (laughs) still not happening and I was talking to a friend the other day and she's like my age and she's not married and she was like I am just like this isn't my choice and then her friend said but it is by choice that you're single because you could have settled and married anybody when you're 22 like right the, the fact that it's like I think when people are single in their 20s people almost look at them especially being a Christian and like being a woman and like having that yeah this is Christian clock. culture for sure yes but also having yeah. that like fertility clock of like once you're 35 mm-hmm. they're going to tell you you're geriatric when you're pregnant which is problematic in itself but like <laughs> amen that's a whole other thing but it is a choice to like not settle and like that's good to hold out for that but men really do get the better end of the stick by like not having that added, added pressure and maybe oh, some yeah. of them and do feel that. I don't know. Maybe, but I do feel like they get to scrape by without people asking. Like mm-hmm. there's not so much. I do feel like in my life, people, especially like Christian people in my life are, are like, okay, so when are you going to get married like when are you going to take those next steps in your life and those to me are not the steps that I want to take or feel Mm -hmm. like feel um called to take right now so I'm like interesting because I don't think anyone's like asking my brother that you know yeah because they're you know he's just successful in his career I'm like Mm -hmm. me too (laughs) I'm successful in my career I make my own money you know like we're on the same And we're 18 months, no, no, 20 months apart. So let me 20 see. months. <laughs> we're 20 months apart. And it's interesting how there's different expectations for where we should be. And that it's a mm-hmm. negative for me, but it's not for him. It's almost a positive that he just is racking up his money. And we're like, no, Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I to think. to be my brother. <laughs> yeah, no, to be the, the one gender 
of a family the the opposite gender like when there's all girls to be the one boy (laughs) yeah yeah, really and I think that men do feel that pressure from maybe their moms when like they're the only like if they're the oldest or if there's like all boys and it's kind of like you're the only one that's not married when are you going to give me grandchildren and then it kind of becomes Mm -hmm. about them and their expectations for life and your life and it's like Mm -hmm. I really thought that you would like have children and be married by now like I'm supposed to be like helping you plan your wedding and then suddenly it's like why is my life suddenly like dictated by your expectations that came out of nowhere where it's like that's not right that's not right but okay so another thing in our 20s that we do a lot is the whole dynamic of like you have your own place now whether you are living in an apartment or you're renting or you know wherever your living situation is like when you move away from like your parents house and like you have your own little place now and you're like having to buy furniture and you're having people over and like you're kind of becoming the host now um and people come into town and visit what has that like switch been like for you like with decorating and like having people over like do you feel does it feel stressful has it like naturally happened what have you like learned in that era of like homemaking and hosting people and all that I love having my pals over for sure yeah I love my little my little things my little decorations and and I'm not somebody who I'm very loyal to my things like I am not decorating for every holiday I'm not Mm-mm. going and buying things you know like I have my things in my house that I've had since college that I probably bought for my dorm mm-hmm. and that's it like I am not a big change it up in my decor a lot of people in my family are literally interior designers and I'm sure they come in here and they're like you are like you are a child but I do feel like I lead like a whimsical my 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 decorating is very whimsical and that's okay your aesthetic is your aesthetic yes exactly and I love having my friends over I feel like my whole goal is to have a place where people can come because Mm -hmm. that's always when I'm the happiest in my life is when people are with me or when I'm with my people and Mm -hmm. um so it's been important for me to to make a little fun spot for people to come and and yeah what about you yeah I mean you have like a whole house (laughs) well I love how you said you're loyal to your things and I feel like that's a great way to sum it up because I feel the same way like once I get something and I'm like I like this like this little flower poster thing that's above our bed like I literally got that in college and I was just like now I am like that is the thing like I like it a lot it's 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 with you forever now yeah I'm like I will always have that like I don't care if I'm like 50 and I'm supposed to have like a fancy artwork I'm like I am going to take my poppy flower poster and put that somewhere forever um and I realized I love having my own space that like I am in control of. And I realized when I go like to my parents' house and visit, like everything just feels so different than how I do things. And it's weird because you would think I would do things exactly the same as they do things because I was like raised by them and I lived with them for so long. 
but it has been like very cool to like see the different ways like I do things and I love having people over and we love hosting people and getting to like make food for them and that's not something that I feel like I expected I like I Nick and I have always like wanted to do that but I've been like yeah it's been really fun to like have people over and it feels very like natural it doesn't feel like I like have imposter syndrome like I'm a fake adult like it's so weird how that transition Mm -hmm. happens where like suddenly and maybe like college is a good time for that where like you sort of are like your own independent person like you're living away and like have your little dorm room apartment and then right get to transition and um yeah I do like a real grown-up yes but yeah I definitely do not decorate for all the holidays and that my mom was definitely the mom who like like she would decorate for spring like she had like her blue little like my mom as well yes like spring has its own set of decor and then you put that away and then summer has decor and then fall and then the holidays and I'm just like I really thought I would be that person and I'm not and I tried to be that person and I was like this is a lot and like I have to put this in like boxes and I have to remember where it goes and I have to bring it back out and that's just like so much for me to deal with and so we're very simple here it's a lot yes um one of the kindergartners asked um a few weeks before winter break he was like so when are y'all putting up the tray in here and I was like um you're like oh yeah question so we did go buy a mini tree for the classroom because last year, like none of them said anything, but this year they were like, um, will you be decorating? Like, they're like, hello, Christmas is mm-hmm. coming. So we, ha- we had to do better in the room for sure, but it's just not my jam. But I will say that you have always been a good host because even in college, when we didn't even have a kitchen, you would go cook for us in like mm. the, the community kitchen. Oh my god. Which gosh. no one used. The football you, players yeah. would use it. I mean, I ever, okay, yeah. Look, they had to get their protein in, but like everyone else was not using that. Oh my gosh, I forgot about the little community kitchen. We made like yes, I like for us. Like make us little soups. Yes, I made the soup because for Christmas I got a dried soup packet and you just had to like add broth and I was like that's what I'm making my friends. But yeah, that's so cute. Um I also realized that, wait, what was I thinking about with like, oh, I find myself wondering how people know to do things, like how your kindergartner asked you, like when you're putting up the tree, like I feel like stuff like that happens to me all the time where it's like, oh, you know, we're doing our weekly, like when Nick and I first got married, we had these friends and they had like traditions on traditions. Like every single night was a tradition every single week. Like they had such good rhythms. It was like every Sunday we have our Shabbat meal and we light candles and we turn the lights down and then we watch a movie every Friday night and have pizza. And then we always have popcorn with M&Ms in it on Tuesday nights. And then we always watch the office and every fall we start Gilmore girls. And I was just like, who told you to do these fun things like it no one gave me a manual of like when you're out on your own like this is how you have a life like every Monday night you go get drinks with the girls like and I'm just like 
I thought I was a pretty like organized person. I guess I'm more chill. Like I'm not so like organized and planned like with my routines like that. But I guess like as the years go by, you just like slowly pick these things up and you realize what you like to do. Like every Friday, Nick and I make pizza. Um, you know, we go to church every Sunday, obviously, and then we do our grocery shopping. Um, and I think it just like takes time and you find yourself in that. But sometimes when people like bring up the things they do, I'm like, who told you that we're supposed to do that? Or it's like, oh, it's this many days before this holiday, we got to order the ham. And I'm like, oh, like, right? no one told it's me. It's like, where's the manual? Or yes. any of the, like, there's so much, like with the taxes, I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, we have to do our taxes. Like, what? Like who, who? I'm like, when? There's like, they should really be sending reminders to through iPhone or something. Like, no, they the really pen? expect you to remember that date on the calendar. I guess it is on the iOS calendar, but it's like, I and then everyone's like, oh, it's tax season. Bring out the envelopes, get your pay stubs. I'm like, oh, I'm like so searching to- through all my mail. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no one told me I was supposed to be saving all this and putting it in an envelope somewhere. Like, why did no, no one say literally. that? Uh, I had the worst time with my taxes last year, but this year will be better. Um, I know it well because I did not teach after school and that betrayed me in taxes last year. So mm-hmm. I, it's just like a lot that you really, and you kind of make it up. Like I remember yes. last summer was was really interesting because it was a really short summer and I was like okay I'll go home like I'll go back to Cruces and I'll have I think it was like two weeks two solid weeks before school started I did all my traveling before that and I was like kind of like huh what what do I do you know like what what am I gonna do here because it, it feels very like without my schedule of work or like my traveling or like I go to Tucson or, you know, do all these things. I was like, huh, I guess I'll just go to the pool every day and read my book. And like, there's, there's literally, you you realize at some point, like no one's telling you what to do at all. And then because I don't live with anybody or anything, I'm accountable to no one. Like I just mm-hmm. live my life. And I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Really? I guess I've like by 24, I should have already known that, but it felt, it felt like insane. Like I was just wild thing. And I am just so jealous of those people who, it seems like they just naturally always know what they want and what they're going to do next. And I feel like that's something I'm learning is like, I don't know what I'm going to do next. Like at a very micro level of like, just like weekly routines and schedules, it's like, I have always admired those people where they like get put in a new environment and they immediately are like, I'm going to put all, unpack all my things. This is my dresser now. Like I'm going to go do my hair and then I'm going to go for a walk and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to eat my yogurt. And then I'm going to go over here. And I'm like, who told you to do that? And they're like, that's just what I want to do. And I'm so just like waiting for someone else to tell me what to do. Like, I'm so like okay what's the routine what's the schedule and it's like oh like I could really do anything and I'm like trying to learn it's okay to have permission to like take up space and do the things you want to do and I don't know Mm -hmm. if that just like came with how I was raised and like how I interpreted things and like my middle child syndrome but I was just so like 
like I've always just had a big sister to tell me what to do in my life and like boss me and (laughs) so I'm like yeah or like a mom or like I just have never been that person who has her I don't even know how to put it I wish I had a better example but I feel like the people who get it get it and the people who don't yeah you're the organized person who just like knows exactly what you want all the time you're (laughs) the one with the plan and I honestly would love tips and tricks like I think it's just your your personality and I think that in your 20s you think that you'll just automatically get that personality because you're out on your own and it's like you're you make up the rules you could literally do anything you want you can have a toaster strudel for breakfast if you wanted to you can buy anything you want at the grocery store and it's just like I kind of am like deer in headlights sometimes where I'm like is this the right decision am I doing the right thing (laughs) right it's it's like oh it's 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 all me and Mm -hmm. that's what I find so fun about my 20s is that I look out and there's so many possibilities I Mm -hmm. see like endless ways I could go but then on the flip side of that it's like oh that's like if I were to go after any of those possibilities then that's on me and that's the whole Mm -hmm. thing with with this move right now it's like okay like I'm gonna I'm going to do it like because I have the opportunity to do it but then I'm like oh but everything is on me though like packing up my things moving my things resigning from my job finding a new job finding a new place to live you know switching my insurance and all these things I'm like okay it's all I can do it I have the possibility Mm -hmm. to do it but then I have to do it and nobody teaches you you just do it like you're just mm-hmm. in those steps yeah it's crazy but yeah. not bad we're doing it so that's our 20s those are our thoughts and feelings yeah. about what's going we're on figuring here figuring it out you know we're 25 and 26 <laughs> we have a few more years <laughs> you're almost 26 too <laughs> I know we're about to both be 26 um I'm having I'm throwing a party for my 26th birthday I just got the invitations back. Unfortunately, so cute. <laughs> unfortunately, Marin has two babies. They could come to the party, but I'm like, we'll I see. do not know. I'm like, either we're gonna drive seven hours with a yeah. three month old, <laughs> or we are going to fly. But I cannot go with Nick, and it's so sad. It's just, yeah. And this is again the thing that about being in your twenties, where I'm like, oh that kind of is hard that you're like missing out on fun things I wish I could go the invitations are really cute thank you it's kind of been I'm like you know I, I don't even know where I'm going to live next year but I'm really going to put a lot of effort into the planning this party because it's as something that I can control as you should <laughs> something that I know how to do is make a Canva invite so that's what I'll be doing yes we love it I mean really that's just the next thing like first you plan the party and then you have to figure out the next thing you can't do two things at once no absolutely not no heck no (laughs) not when you teach kindergarten it's one at Mm -hmm. a time no (laughs) okay you guys thanks for listening again this week um share with us how you feel if you're in your 20s share with us how you're feeling about being in your 20s and if you're not in your 20s and you've lived it please we are open to advice because obviously we are confused sometimes we're we figuring it. it out honestly 
we love you guys and we'll see you next week thanks for listening bye next week bye